so this is going to be, I guess, kind of like a part two to my anxiety or depression medication, whatever, antidepressants, whatever you want to call it. If you want to listen to the episode that I did in the past, talking about the medication that I'm on, or go into a little bit more detail of really how it affected me, comparing how I was back then to how I've been now on medication. And it's probably like I'm three months away or maybe four from for being on it for two years. So, and I've been really thinking to myself, and this has been something that I brought up to my doctor or whatever, but I've been thinking that I guess with the knowledge or the extent that we have or our own capabilities that we have to be able to look up research on our own it can be kind of easy to know what kind of information is actually right compared to what is not right and i know it vastly depends on like individual studies as per se that some certain types of medications affect others then differently basically if everyone like takes can take the same medication but different people are going to have different side effects to that same medication and i spoke about my the side effects that i had that i still in how i compared myself from before i was on them to how i've been on them and how i feel and there are a few things that i left out because i mean there's just so much whenever like i'm trying to think of everything completely changed within me it's kind of hard to notice right on the spot but some other things came into my mind and i've done research in the past seeing like the long the long-term use of these type of medications and the effects that they may have on your body if it's permanent or it's just some people have certain side effects that others may never encounter and do the side effects kind of outweigh the positives if it's doing something for you and there's many different types of medications for this type of stuff. Huh? And I had a conversation a few weeks ago with someone else who's on these different type of medication, but for the same thing. Like there's a lot of types of, you know, medicine for this as long as well as therapy. And there's different situations dependent, like everyone has their own like the way they cope with things and the way they kind of go with their therapist or their doctor or whatever. Like it's different scenarios. I don't want to get too deep into that. I just want to talk about what I've been thinking about lately from having this conversation. So this person was on the medication for about two years and they got off of it. Like they didn't just get off of it completely, you know, like they had to wing off of it because your body's already kind of addicted to it and your body kind of needs it in a sense and it's kind of dangerous to just get out of it like you know cold turkey whatever you kind of have to wean yourself off of it with any medication or anything that you've been kind of taking for so long it's just kind of like the body gets used to that being the new normal and all of a sudden you take it away it's not it doesn't feel normal so they explained to me why they got off of it you know, they don't want to have like long-term effects or certain things that certain ways that it made them feel that I don't feel, but there's certain things that I kind of didn't even realize until I thought deeper into it or looked deeper into it within myself. 
that I noticed a few things that have changed about me as well. Um, but before I get into that, they were telling me like, you know, things that they have found on the internet and a lot of things people can just make up or a lot of things they could be true. And I'm not saying that like, it's hard to do research because every individual has their own story and everyone reacts to different medications in different ways. And sometimes it's hard to like, it's scary because you find out this information and you're like, man, what am I going to do? Like, is this true? Is this going to happen to me? And then you end up not trying anything at all. Now I'm going to go with just a small story about my, my experience with different doctors. So this can go, it's so complicated, but this can go many different ways. And like my experience having different types of doctors over, you know, since I was a kid and, you know, till I grew up, whatever, finding that one doctor is kind of hard. You know, the one that you go for checkups and knows like has all your records and stuff like that. It gets sort of hard because like, if you've ever been to the doctor, even if you don't have a doctor, like a primary doctor, you've ever been Sometimes it feels like they don't listen to you. Sometimes it feels like when you speak your mind of what you think is wrong with you and you try to give them like a heads up of what you've, your body's going through or what you think might your body might be going through or maybe something that you might've read and you're just curious about what's going on and you're curious, you want to know how they came to the conclusion that they came to. If they kind of, you know, prescribe you certain medication or they say you have the flu or whatever, like you kind of want to know the results and kind of want to know like, how did you come to this conclusion and why do I feel this way? Why hasn't this gone away? And just certain things like that. But I've always, before I was on medication, I've never been like whatever the doctor says, yes. And they never were able to fix me whenever I had like a problem with certain thing that I was going through physically and they weren't able to help me. Like a lot of them kept saying the same thing. And then they were, I went to another doctor and they just kept like trying new medications to see what would help with this thing and I mean it's it's my cough basically I don't know why I'm trying to hide it but I didn't want to make it more complicated than this but it I have been dealing with my dry cough I don't smoke I don't drink or any of that stuff whatever but I've been dealing with a dry cough that doesn't like I don't produce anything out of it it's just like this feeling in my throat that I feel like coughing but anyways um I've been to many different doctors over the past four years and a lot of them, you know, just try different things over and over again. Like they guess and they assume some of them don't do tests. I urge them like, is it this? Is it that? Could it be this? I did research and I think it might be this and they don't take me seriously. And that kind of sucks because it's like, well, I want to get to the conclusion and kind of eliminate what I think it might be because these are the symptoms that I'm feeling. And this is the research that I've done that I think I know my body better than you do because I'm going to all these different doctors. But obviously, you know, they're like, don't believe everything on the internet, which I get to that extent. But doing my own research on what I feel like it's wrong with me, I don't, I can't afford to just keep spending money and money and money and money and money back and forward, which has gotten me into big debt over the past four years from going over and over again. So, I mean, thankfully now, like I'm all better when it comes to that, like to an extent, I still cough every now and then, but it's, it's more controllable and stuff like that now. Still, like I can understand people's situations to where they go to the doctor or they go to a therapist, which are two different things, you know, but still like you, 
to find the perfect one or to find one that works with you or to find one that actually listens to you or that actually wants to care or whatever it's it's really hard because at least for me it wasn't as easy as sorry i'm drinking something you can hear the ice and everything but to me it wasn't as easy as i want to see this doctor go to this doctor and go to this one like since i had a primary doctor i had to get a referral in order to even be able to see other doctors which even took longer and then it was even more expensive seeing other doctors you know i was paying even after insurance or whatever like 600 bucks a visit and and then like i had sleep studies and they put me on like machines and stuff like that for sleep apnea and other different things that just kept adding up and adding up and adding up over like over the over these couple of years and it gets very expensive like to find someone who's willing to look into like what you think might be wrong that way just to get it out the way and eliminate it so the reason i'm bringing this up is because whenever you you're on any type of medication for a long period of time and someone urges you your doctor or your therapist whatever urges you and says that it's safe for you to take your whole life or until you get better or whatever it is that you're working on it's hard to know if they're actually giving you those statistics and you're kind of afraid to ask like well are you sure like what are the consequences to this and that even though you ask you feel like they might not give you the whole truth and that's what kind of makes it kind of me afraid at least of the consequences that may result in me using these longer than what I feel I should but the benefits for me at least have been way better than the negatives like I've only had one negative that I noticed but there are other things that I've seen that's changed that I don't feel like it really bothers me but I've seen that it's different for me so I understand whenever people look at research or they have like the benefit of a doubt of trusting doctors because it is true there are a lot of doctors who just prescribe different types of medications just to get rid of the situation as soon as possible or from trial and error just to see like what works and what doesn't and if it works they just throw it at you instead of actually listening to you and your problems like it's really hard and it's not all doctors but it's a lot of them and it's kind of hard to feel like they actually care for you you know now having said that i'm only looking at it from my own perspective or from the perspective of the people who go i it's hard to see from a doctor's perspective because i'm not a doctor but i've watched this youtuber that um is a doctor is a youtuber and a doctor whatever just say doctor for short whatever uh he talked about this very thing where the reason that a lot of doctors prescribe medicine because it's usually your family doctor which is true it is cheaper than going to an actual therapist or going to like a specialist like i went to a lot of lung specialists after i went to a lot of like in clinic doctors so i started going to specialists when i couldn't get my own answers or fix my own problems that no one was helping with had to go to different types of specialists you know acid reflex whatever what i forgot what the name of it was but you know um allergies uh lung doctors whatever like just different types of doctors for specific situations and those can be way more expensive than normal doctors my primary care doctor was the cheapest out of every everyone else like i could afford to go there for probably as much as i paid i could have probably went there every day for three years i don't know 
but he said that this doctor has said on YouTube, which you have to take everything with a grain of salt because it's hard. That's, that's the bad problem. Like it's hard to trust anything, but it's also bad to be skeptical. Of everything I feel like, cause you're just questioning everything, which is what I do. And it's frustrating, but I mean, who's going to care more about your health than yourself? Most of the time, because sometimes we're addicted to certain things and we don't make the best choices for ourselves. But in this case, I feel like I want to do what's best for me, but also don't want to neglect or negate the fact that someone else does obviously know better than me. And but can I trust them is the problem. So. He said that because a lot of people were saying how, you know, he watched this video and people were saying or. I think it was lady gaga that said that doctors are fast to like just prescribe medicines right away and never actually get help to see a therapist and all this and help and then this doctor said yes that is to an extent true but the reason they prescribe medicine to see if it works is simply because it's just cheaper than going to a therapist one that's one two that there's not as many therapists as there is doctors and your doctor knows you a little better than your ther- you know a therapist would from, this is what you know he was saying to an extent and saying that if everyone like one is really expensive and I know firsthand how expensive it is any type of specialist is always more expensive than your family doctor or your personal doctor or whatever and going to these different like going this different route instead of like just trying what your doctor is giving you is cheaper but is it safer is, is the question I don't know. He didn't mention that, but he said that, you know, if sometimes it works, that's why they do it. And if a lot of people were just me, let me just use the example that he used. If a lot of people were going to therapists, you wouldn't be able to get to see one simply because there's not enough of them. And, but I feel like that changes with the man, you know, the more people are willing to go, the cheaper prices will get maybe. And the more therapists there be, I don't know, but whatever, taking that aside and this is just what he said his name is dr mike you can probably look at it on youtube he'll explain it better because this is are from his own words and i'm just kind of saying what i remember watching this like a few months ago maybe it was a couple of weeks ago so yeah like i agree it is cheaper but i it's hard from a, the perspective of the person going to the doctor you know me the patient like it's hard to know if someone really has their best interest in you and that's the reason i bring this up is simply because a lot of people don't want to be on medication for a long time because there are side effects to some people maybe a few people maybe a lot of people maybe most people or maybe all i don't know it's complicated because you do a lot of research like if you get a hundred people out of those hundred people who took the same medication who are going to have side effects long term and are they going to be permanent or are they going to go away as soon as they get out of the medication? And studies like this have been done, but to the extent that there's a lot of little variables that affect each and individuals of how they react to certain things, like even working out or the type of job you do, the type of like stress you have and how the medication actually works. Like there's just so many variables that it's really complicated, but this is how they use statistics to more or less narrow it down to know if like something is safe long term or if it's not but the studies have shown that most most of the time that it's safe long term there's really no there's people who've been taking these type of medications for 10 years or more when once they winged off of them because they thought they didn't need them anymore 
they're perfectly fine after from what they've said like who knows maybe there's something that they didn't notice i don't know but if they feel fine then that means they're fine right i don't know and but then there's other people that you look at the other spectrum and you see that the people had permanent negative side effects and that's kind of the scary part like before i even went into these medications like the first like the first before two days like i was doing research thinking about it because i was afraid to go on them and i was looking at oh it's super terrible and how you feel super emotional like the first two weeks and all this and that and there was a lot of stories about that and my first month wasn't that experience my for like my first month i just had trouble sleeping and i was having sweats at night like when i slept that those are the only two problems but i was able to handle that like i didn't feel any like emotionally different i didn't feel like super sensitive or like i felt the same before like i was already sensitive as it is you know before i was on medication i was always like crying for different stuff i'll get into that in the end but like the only effects that i felt was like i said i was having trouble sleeping even though i was tired and well yeah i was just tired basically like just trouble sleeping and sweats that's it like those are the only two side effects and yeah having that like every night or whatever every day for a month was kind of shitty but it wasn't like terrible you know i would still lift weights or whatever take out like tell myself <laughs> you know like oh you gotta be tough be tough you know just having that mentality to testosterone <laughs> no but yeah i just kept trying to be like super manly whatever you want to call it just to be like don't wuss out you know don't be scared it's fine you know you get through it just stick it out people said these effects last for one to four weeks i was like i got one week left let's go you know and i just kept pumping myself up so yeah but those are the only effects that i had and, but i was really afraid that i was gonna change my hope like personality because of these medications the way people were not all people but a lot of people were describing how significant and differently they changed and it's not worth it and all this or how some people get numb and i'm saying that I'm not saying that these aren't true, but I was just afraid that that was going to happen to me. You know, I don't want to be numb and not feel anything like that's a scary, that's a scary thing. You know, it's like I rather cry every single day, have anxiety and panic attacks than having to not feel anything at all. But then I guess technically like not feeling anything, as long as you can make moral decisions even if you don't feel anything you can still make the right decisions by just using common sense i feel like but still like that my i feel like my whole personality revolves around my emotions like i've always been super empathetic i feel like and overly probably and to probably to an extent too much but i feel like that's just who makes me who i am but i get that people are afraid and my story and how these things affect me is not a correlation or reflects on how anyone else feels because like i said everybody kind of reacts different to different things and that's just sadly how it is because we're not the same and how it affects us and the things in the kind of lives that we live are not the same but that's what i've been thinking about lately like if i want to get off of them and I won't lie, I am afraid to get off of them. Not because, like, I want to take them or because I like how they make... Well, I guess I'm not going to say that I don't like how they make me feel. It's not that I like how they make me feel, but it's I like how they don't make me feel. I don't want to go back to feeling how I was. It's my point. And 
I just don't know what to do because like I struggled so hard just to even get on him in the first place because I was so against him for being like, oh, I'm so sensitive that I need to be on medication just to fix who I am or help part of my anxiety, depression, whatever, like just to fix that part of me. Why can't I do it alone? You know, like that's the kind of mentality that I had. You know, I wanted to do everything natural. I didn't want no help at all and all this stuff. And even to this day, I still kind of think like if I could or if I had the chance or if I can find a way, then yeah, I'd rather not be on it. I mean, it's just an extra thing less that I have to pay for, right? You know, and I don't know. It's it's really frustrating because I don't know what the right decision is. You know, like sometimes you do have to do you do have to do what you think is best for yourself but how do you outweigh the what someone tells you you know your medical professional tells you compared to what you want to do you know and I, I still don't know like what I want to do or the choice that I'm going to make eventually but I'm I am really afraid to go back to how I was I've been super content not like content as in like I'm happy to be in the place I am but emotionally I am I feel like I noticed the difference is like I'm not like I've said in the previous in my other talk when I was talking about the medication um my sex drive has changed this no longer as high well let me rephrase that it's not that it's not high it's just harder to uh you know climax whatever you want to call it um i don't know if that's a bad thing though i mean the longer you last i feel like that's better i don't know but that's probably like the biggest most noticeable side effect that i've had personally and yeah uh which it doesn't distract me it's like i don't have to do anything because i don't feel anything when it comes to that unless like you know someone's physically trying to get me aroused or whatever then that's different but it's not like i see a girl and i'm like oh damn you know but still anyways that's the only side effect that i've noticed but something that i've been looking within for the past couple of weeks when i was talking to this person about why they got off of them is something that i didn't realize before my motivation has changed as like before let me explain before I was on this stuff I was in a situation where how do I put this like before I would be able to like sleep no okay before if I didn't have any motivation I will sit there and cry and tell myself how useless I am because I wanted to get out of the hole that I'm in, you know, financial, financially, like I want to make more. I want to do something that I love. I want to support the people that I love. I want to take care of people around, do something charitable and just be able to provide for the community around me, the town that I live in and stuff like that. Like, and I would put myself down. I would like scream, yell, like pull on my hair, punch wall sometimes, like just being super upset at myself in the press and yelling and everything and taking my frustration out on working out 
like every time I didn't whether it be like making content whether it be like trying to make extra money like I would be mad at myself for not being able to push myself to be able to do these things I would complain and put myself down for not being smart enough about being able to figure out how to make more money how to get out of the situation that I am be able to provide more for the people that love me and the people that I care about and just be able to give to strangers and give more to others because money makes the world go around and money helps as much as you want to say it doesn't and all this stuff like and I would cry about it I would be upset about it I would even I wasn't I'm not religious and I wasn't a religious person but I would yell at God I would scream at God talk to him if he exists like it's just so many different things were going on every single night and that's how I would like I would just look myself in the mirror tell myself how disgusting I am and like how I don't deserve anybody and just it's just so many negative things when I chose not to do something like if I would be sitting in my bed or laying in my bed or sitting in a chair I would think to myself why am I not doing anything I could be doing something right now and then that's when like I started feeding off of my negative energy now since I've been on them when that happens when I'm like sitting down or I'm not motivated to do anything I can literally just lay down but not be upset and I don't think that's necessary I mean it's a it's way better than what it was but I don't think it's completely a good thing because well I guess it's a good thing now that I realize it but I guess for a whole year I didn't even notice like I could be completely fine just laying in bed but I feel like that's bad because I, that could be using that time to do something productive, you know, and maybe kind of I was kind of numb in a sense to where like I lay in bed, but I don't care. You know, if I don't move forward. It's whatever. Like I'm I'm content. You know, I feel nothing at this moment. So it's fine. It's, it almost it's almost like meditation in a sense. Like I wouldn't be thinking about anything. My mind was sort of clear. But I'd be thinking about other stuff. So it wasn't technically clear, but it was kind of clear. Like it wasn't overflowing with thoughts, but I could sit there, be content and be like, you know, today is fine. No thoughts were going through my head. No, like I want to make more money. No, I want to find a different. None of that. I was just relaxed. I would watch TV and I wouldn't feel guilty. Like I would just watch it. I'll play video games. I would enjoy them because before I wouldn't enjoy them as much as I do now. It's not I don't play that much anymore, but I still play games every now and then. But I used to play more when I was before I was on them, like medication. But I wouldn't enjoy them, but I would force myself to play. Now I play whenever I just want to or do like work out or watch TV, whatever. And yeah, the reason I'm bringing up motivation is because that is a scary thing. If I would have never picked this up or had this conversation with this person, I would have never realized this. My motivation has gone away to where not gone away like I can now that I see it I can kind of push myself in the right direction but yeah like if I sit there and do nothing I'll be fine with it and I feel like that's very dangerous for me personally because that means I gave myself an excuse not to do anything it's like okay I'm just gonna sit here and I'll be okay and that's not what I want to do next time I see myself doing that I'm gonna be like okay if I have nothing to do I'm gonna do something to better my life whether it's working out on me personal or doing something personal that's gonna affect me in a positive way whatever it may be maybe it's doing an episode of a podcast some kind of youtube video whatever some creative outlet to express 
some kind of creativity instead of just sitting there not doing anything. So now that I've noticed that little flaw within me, I can kind of change that and catch myself when I do it. And before, I mean, I didn't have the courage to be able to do a podcast. I mean, there's a reason why I didn't post like a lot of times on Instagram because I was just afraid. I don't post anything now because I don't know what to post. I guess one day I'll post something that I want to post. I don't know. But yeah, there's there's different reasons why I don't post. Like I really try to think about things to not affect people. But no matter what you do, you're always going to affect people, even if it's negative. Like sadly, that's just how it is. So yeah, like hopefully now I can catch myself from having this conversation with this lovely person and I won't be like just stuck. So that that's the difference that I noticed when I was on them. I mean, when I wasn't on them compared to how I'm on them now. And well, I mean, yeah, I think the second thing would be. I, I don't know if this, this is I guess this is based on in the individual, I guess I would assume. But I feel like I was more creative. Before I was on them. But my creativity was too emotional, if that makes sense. Not only that, the problem wasn't that it was too emotional either. The problem was that I was as well too emotional and too sensitive to let out any type of creativity from my expression to express on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever it may be, even a podcast. Like I wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for the medication that I'm on that helped me push me forward to be able to have a little bit of confidence in myself. And but that comes with a drawback. I feel like my creativity was based around negativity before I was on medication. Like, you know how you hear all those depressing songs, sad songs like people write these songs whenever they're at their worst. People write poems whenever they're at their worst. Like I wrote my best stuff that I've never finished, but it's like all half done. And I never like released any stuff like that. Like everything that I wrote on my Instagram that's on there like now like those long sort of venting things was something that I expressed before I was on medication like I was able to come up with things on the spot I still can but it's not it doesn't feel relatable if that makes any sense like because I'm now I'm stuck between I'm not really like super depressed I want more out of life but I'm not complaining about it but I'm also not overly happy to where I can be like, oh, keep your head up. Everything's going to be OK. Like, I'm not that type of person. I feel like now I'm in the middle to where it's like I try to think realistically to it's like, OK, I'm going to try to work for what I want. And if it doesn't work, at least I know I tried, but I'm going to try to do it anyways. And but what can I really do when it comes to Instagram? Just simple terms, creating a poem. What can I write about? You know, like I'm going to say like nothing comes to mind I don't know what to say but when it comes to like depressing things and emotional things especially how I was feeling before I was on medication I was able to come up with like how heartbreak feels whenever you're in a relationship how it feels to be isolated and alone and have no friends how it feels to feel like you're alone and neglected by people because you think differently or how you enjoy certain things differently than other people or how your perspective is different from other people like these are the things that came into my mind when I was you know before I was on medication when I was like super depressed with my anxiety and everything and now 
I those thoughts don't come in my mind at all, but they come in like, I mean, they come into my thought process, but it's kind of like so minuscule, like it's so tiny that I can't even come up with the solution to like, I don't know. I, I guess it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. Like maybe I need to find a different creative outlet, a way to be able to express myself, but in a more balanced manner. Like I guess like this would be balanced. This episode or the podcast episodes that I've been doing, and maybe just express my viewpoints on certain different topics. Like maybe talk about things that I enjoy, like movies, my day, what I actually want to do how I want to pursue the things that I want to do. Like I could talk about stuff like that, but I feel like that's not relatable if that makes sense. You know, like you always see these marketers or influencers online talking about how to make money, how to do this, how to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like that's not who I am. Well, definitely not who I am. Cause you know, I'm broke, <laughs> but it's even if I was at the, in that um, situation, it's not like what I want to do. But I don't know what I want to do, you know? And yeah, I'm still figuring it out. But that's something that I noticed was my motivation. It's not that I'm numb. Like I, I everything's I feel it's the same. It's just I don't overreact. And another problem is I notice as well. Whenever someone had a problem or whenever had someone had issues and they wanted help, whether it be like emotional support they wanted someone to talk to it's like if I ask somebody one time and I'm like yo are you okay and they don't like answer me or they give me like a once a one word thing I just I just don't try to I don't respond but before I would always try to like be like yo are you okay I'm here for you it's okay like but I even if I look back realistically to before I was on medication it was I was being too, too pushy because like, obviously they didn't want help, my help at least, or, or they didn't want to talk to me at least, which is completely fine, but it still feels shitty. And even now it'll still feel shitty, but it just won't feel as shitty as it did before. You know, like maybe I'll, it'll be in the back of my mind for one day, but then the next day I'll move on. But um, like before I would, it would carry over for months simply because I feel like I'm a trash human and those feelings of how I feel about myself haven't changed they're just not overhyped like they used to be so like for instance I still there's a lot of I hate that I'm not smart and that's always going to be there but it's not as bad as it used to be to where I cry and hit like hit myself or whatever like look in the mirror and talk bad to myself like I don't do that anymore like the thing that I do now is what am I going to do to change that? And even if I can't change that because I'm genetically stupid, whatever it may be, what can I do to overcome my flaws to be able to survive or move forward even with the negatives that I carry? Because we all have certain, we all have certain flaws. Like some of us are born with certain different types of abilities and disabilities that we have to find ways to move forward without things that we weren't given like other people were. And that's kind of my thought process now. And I do want to keep moving forward. I just don't know how. 
so like i still you know i guess for an example i still hate myself i still hate that i'm dumb i still hate that i'm not good at conversations small talk but i admire the fact that even though i can see that there's still a way for me to move forward even with these flaws that i carry you know like this is always going to be there like i'm always going to hate my height i'm always going to hate how i talk i'm always like but i can change how i talk if i really wanted to if i hate it that much right but i learned to kind of accept it in a sense even though i hate it it doesn't mean it's going to stop me from being embarrassed of speaking my thought the other the last thing that i'm struggling with is expressing myself i'm expressing myself pretty I, well, better than what I used to. Let's just put it that way. I'm still having trouble speaking on certain topics simply because of the fact that, you know, being afraid of hurting other people simply because I think different. And I'm not saying that I think different than everybody. Like, there's always going to be people who align with your thought process. And then, you know, there's going to be people who align with this thought process and that thought process. But my perspective is always changing. I'm a really open-minded open book type of person that's willing to hear anybody out it's, and if they can convince me into what they believe in certain things like if you agree that this movie is better than another movie you tell me why you think this movie is better you explain what about it made it better and i'll give it another try watch it with open eyes again going into it with your perspective that you gave me to see if i can see it that way and if i don't then i'll still st stick to what i agree with or what i think or if I change my mind, I'll be like, okay, you made good points and I agree with you. This is a better movie. Just stuff like that. I'm still afraid to express myself to a certain extent, you know, like there's a lot of things like, for instance, if I talk about, I guess the emotional stuff that I've been through that's happened in my life, I'm still afraid to talk about certain stuff like that or talk about my past relationships in detail. I'm still afraid to talk about that. Um, anything that a lot of things revolve around politics but anything revolving around politics or world hunger or like men and women like stuff like that i'm still afraid to talk about simply for the fact that one i'm never i never know personally if my decisions or my thoughts are right for me like simply in the moment i feel like this is what i think I always write my stuff down what my thoughts and everything and I look at them and I reflect on is this how I feel today I'll wait a couple months is this how I feel today and if it isn't I'll change like I won't erase it but I'll go down on my phone and change it and add what I thought and put the date and put why I changed this perspective and I'm still afraid to speak on these certain topics simply because I don't know i guess i'm afraid to be judged in a negative way and i'm afraid of people thinking that i'm a bad person or thinking that i'm a wannabe good person or a teacher's pet in a sense or follow the rules type of guy or or a beta male like there's so many different ways and i'm just afraid of all of these things because you no matter what you think and how you think people are always going to criticize you and i'm fine with that but I'm still afraid of hurting other people. Like I know that no matter what you do, people are going to hate you and people are going to suffer in the cost of your mindset. That's how it is. And I hate arguing. I hate like yelling. I've never been the type to get mad at somebody and yell at them. But whenever you talk about anything that you have different perspectives on, there's always that one person that yells. And I never understood why. 
and that always that still is like a big insecurity for me i'm still really afraid of like talking to someone and them yelling i'll probably end up crying <laughs> i don't know but i'm just too sensitive still but at least i can kind of more or less manage so yeah that that's kind of things that i've noticed within myself i'll make another episode it'll be probably just as long or longer because there's other things that i want to talk about as well having to do with my medication and things that i've also noticed but i just wanted to touch on the motivation stuff that i left out in the previous one and yeah and still thinking about if i want to be on them long term i mean it's almost going to be two years that's pretty long (laughs) and that didn't sound right but i don't know why i thought perverted but it is pretty long for a pretty long time i still i'm obviously going to talk to you know professional to see my options but you know how that goes sometimes and maybe i'll have conversations with other people who share my experience if i can you know find other people and see what i should do like i don't know i've been really doing better at least emotionally now it's time to fix myself like the other part of my life you know like the financial parts the physical part the you know my life i guess in general everything that doesn't have to do within me well my mentality my brain whatever my i still have to fix that in a way like find a way to be smarter i don't think i could be smarter but a way to at least make more money have the things that i want and be able to like work from home or something that way i can have more time to do things that i want i don't know there's a lot of things to go but what will life be if i just had everything without ever putting the effort in so hopefully it pays off one day and hopefully i find that something that i want to do that's you know i'm grateful that i'm able to do something but i want more out of my life than just this you know so we'll see where it goes but i guess for now that's really it so hopefully everyone has a lovely rest of your night be safe if you're driving or just you know cleaning whatever stay safe and hopefully everyone's doing well in quarantine or if you still got to work i mean i still have to work but yeah uh, we'll see how it goes so anyways everybody hopefully is safe and take care of yourself and yeah i'll talk to you next time